to three? Yeah. That's your big advice, count to three? Yeah. Whenever you get scared about anything, you just do this. You just count to three and then do it. So I give you to the count of three. One, two, three, not only you and me. Got 180 degrees and I'm caught in between. Counting one, two, three. Loose Lunch is brought to you in part by 2 for One Pizza. Enjoy plant-based garden pesto pizza, pizza and wings, pizza and penne combo, and more. Visit 2 for One Pizza. Dot com. All right, it's the Thursday three-pack. We're going over our three favorite rivalries in the world of hockey. This comes off of last night's victory. The Canadians beat the Americans 6-2 in the World Junior Semifinal. That gold medal game will be tonight. Uh, you can listen to that right here on TSN 1050. Um, speaking of, I-, I don't know if you saw this. Producer Mick, uh, Nick sent this to me. Apparently, Kyler Yamamoto lost mm-hmm. a bet. Uh, from Spokane, Washington, to one of his teammates. And today he had to don a Team Canada sweater at uh, after practice today in the media scrum. So, I mean, this is one of the best rivalries in the world. Like, for me, this is number one. All right, we'll start our list. For me, this is the number one rivalry in hockey. It's Canada-U.S. And it doesn't matter at what level. The Olympics, the World Juniors, the Women's World Championships, the U18s, U17s, like whatever level of hockey it is, when it's Canada and U.S., it's marquee, must-see in in every single hockey circle around the world. The gains that the U.S. has made in the game of hockey over the last, what, 20 years? Because I don't know if you would have said that, or maybe you would have 20 years ago. I think I would have. Like I've shared this on the show many times. What got me into the sport of hockey was the 2002 gold medal game Canada-U.S., so I'm one of the statistics that you're talking about, and that was 20 years ago. Yeah, and, and look, the U.S. is just like the increased participation, right? We, we look at the fact that, you know, I, I think the stereotype about hockey in the U.S. was that it used to just be played in, you know, Minnesota and, and Massachusetts, but that's not the case anymore. Yeah. And I, I think that has just contributed to, A, the growth of the game, and B, the growth of this rivalry. We talked about this last week whenever, last time I was on the show, Canada-U.S. best on best. The U.S., their roster right now would be the only one that would give Canada a run for their money. And honestly, it might even be pound for pound. At the NHL level? It might. It could be. It It could could be. be. Honestly, they could be in trouble. You look at the... you look at the goaltending, the blue line, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane. They've got a lot of talent on that roster. Not to say that Canada's not super talented themselves. I mean, Crosby, McDavid. I mean, there's a whole bunch of guys on the Canadian side. But th- we've talked a lot about the goaltending disparity, clearly. But, like, the defense even is pretty, val- you know, equates to similar value. And there are some real solid players on the uh, on the American side. And you're right. You look at where a lot of kids are coming from nowadays it's not just those typical places of massachusetts or you know new york or of minnesota as you mentioned you know you've got guys like austin matthews who are coming out of arizona matthew nye is coming out of arizona tage thompson another arizona kid you've got a bunch of kids coming out of california which i think we can thank a lot to you know the wayne gretzky boom and what that did for hockey in california Uh, so there are so many players that are um you know, being developed all across the country, which clearly is helping fuel this rivalry, which seems to just be getting better, better, better. Yeah. Do you want me to give my next one? Absolutely. So uh, uh, kind of rolling off that, I'm going to go Canada-Russia. And I think I'm going with that because uh, I like, you know, the history of the game. And I think, you know, the 1972 Summit Series has been mythologized in, in Canadian kind of folklore. 
But what I appreciate about that and the history of the game is just that there was a level of tension in those games, and there seems to be a level of tension um, when Canada plays Russia that maybe isn't there when Canada plays the United States. Um, and what, what I think as well is, is and, and I could be wrong, but I think Russia kind of treats Canada as more of their rival than maybe, you know, the, like I think Canada beating Canada means a lot. To the, to the Russians when they do play. Right, Russia beats Canada. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that one matters a lot. Um, and I've seen some incredible Canada-Russia games. I think back to the 2010 Olympics, right? When when Canada played Russia in the, in the quarterfinals, the atmosphere, obviously nothing would touch, to your point, right? The, the gold medal game, which I'm surprised you didn't bring up. Like, that's arguably the greatest hockey game of, well, yes, of all time. Well, yes, 100%. The golden goal there. But, I mean, there's many. I mean, Marie-Philippe Pelin... You know, it's always Canada, U.S., and, and she's got a bunch of golden goals herself as well. Like, there's just so many different moments to pick. The one that I brought up that one because that was just my the the game that got me into the sport. I remember I was in Vancouver in 2010 for that tournament, and I just remember there being a level of tension in the air before the game against Russia mm. that would have been there no matter who Canada would have played in the gold medal game. But there was something about that. You had Ovechkin and Malgin kind of playing really, really well. And it just felt like this Russian team was really, really so good. were you in the building for uh, the, I, the gold medal game? I was not. And I was at a bar for the quarterfinal game. Um, and there were people standing on the tables, right? Canada obviously just steamrolled Russia. Yeah. And I think that was part of it, too. It just felt like once Canada beat Russia, anything was possible. So just considering the history of all that, I, I'm, I'm going to go Canada-Russia to kind of rival your... Uh, your vote there. My second, uh, I guess, second on my list on the Thursday three-pack uh, biggest rivalries or rivalries that we like the most in the hockey world, the Battle of Alberta. We bring it back to the NHL. Um, this is all, like, for me, a rivalry needs to have animosity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's a rivalry in the NHL that has more animosity than when Calgary and Edmonton go toe-to-toe. We saw it last year in the playoffs, and we only got five games of it, which was unfortunate because I would have loved to see seven games of it. But it was always—they were all great games. Like they were high scoring. There was a lot of animosity. There was, you know, some chippiness. Um, we think back a couple of years ago, like pre-pandemic, I suppose. The the fights, the goalie fights that we were getting. Like these two teams just don't like each other. They absolutely hate each other, and I, I think it's one of the best rivalries that we have in hockey. And I am praying that we get round one, Calgary and Edmonton as the two and three seed, and I. Battle of Alberta in the first round of the playoffs. Praying for it. The the playoff format that is designed right now in the NHL, I don't think has really worked out the way they hoped it would to create these kind of rivalries. Mm. You know, like I could think like Toronto Boston, like is is that a real rivalry, right? They're obviously twenty thirteen and twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, but look, are those is that a real rivalry? So that's a great shout. Um I, I did have that on my list. I'm calling an audible if we're talking battles, I'm going to go back. I'm leaning into the history here. The Battle of Ontario, because again, if we're talking about teams that genuinely didn't like each other, I think a lot of those teams, you know, in the 2000s. Oh, Sundin, Alfredson era. Yeah, right. Those teams really didn't like each other. There was some drama there. You remember Alfredson almost throwing the stick over. <laughs> um, like, that's great stuff. That's what makes rivalries is, is those those sparks that people talk about. Um, and those were some great series. Obviously, Toronto got the better of Ottawa. Uh, but 
to me, that that, that battle of... And I, I do think, you know, if Ottawa kind of figures it out, there there could be something there in the future. But I just think that given the geographical proximity, I'm going to go with the Battle of Ontario. Again, a, a little more for historical purposes. Yeah, I mean, again, like, just going back to when I became a fan of the game in, like, the 2002 range. Yep, yep. I mean, that was... Like, those two faced off against one another in, I think it was the first round. No, second round of the playoffs, I believe, that year. Um, And then also faced each other the year after. So, like, when I became a fan of the sport, it was the Battle of Ontario was thrown right into my face in the first couple of Leafs playoffs that I got to to witness and watch. So, uh, I also appreciate that one. You're taking more of a historical stance to yours where I'm in the moment right now, which I like that we have that kind of difference. Old. In I feel these, old. Uh, no, you don't, you don't got to feel old. You don't, you don't got to feel old. Uh, my last one, though, and again, super current to keep on my theme. Okay. It's a, it's a Leafs one. It's a little off the board here, but I think you'll, you'll agree with me. Leafs and Jets has become quite the battle. Well, it was Mark Shifley, right, that, that said there's nothing, there's no better feeling than beating the Leafs. Exactly. And you had Logan Stanley doing the tough guy act, tossing the helmet up in the air after the fight. You had, you know, the uh, Neil Pionk, Neon Knee, um, and then Jason Spezza was, was involved there. And then the game that they just had, uh, Morgan Riley got into a tussle. Uh, was, it, was it with Morrissey that he got into the fight with? They end, they end up putting Sim, uh, Simmons into the game. Like, there's just always at this point so much animosity in those games. It's become must-watch hockey, and they're going to be in town. They're going to be in Toronto on January 19th, and that's a game that I think is going to be must-see. You better get your butts down to the Scotiabank Arena and cheer your butt off because that'll be a good one. And, and as we noted last night, a fan base can really help energize a club. And uh, for a game like that, with the rivalry that they've created, I think getting the fans behind them for that one will be really special and a great game to attend. One thing I've learned kind of traveling around following the in general is people throughout this country have very strong opinions about the city of Toronto. Yeah, is that and, true? And I think, <laughs> and I think uh, that is true, if I can generalize, I think that is true for, you know, for the fine people of Winnipeg. I think they have very strong feelings about, you know, Toronto and Torontonians and the center of the universe. So I think that plays into it as well. I'm going to sneak one in here that is very near and dear to my heart. Not Well, I guess a little historical. I'm going to go with the Oshawa Generals and the Peterborough Peets. Oh. Born and raised in Oshawa myself, and you knew when a team from Peterborough was coming to town. And I think you knew, and, you know, I had friends that grew up playing hockey competitively and you would travel to go, you know, watch them play in Peterborough. There was a nastiness there that I don't know. And and these are two of the most uh, esteemed uh, teams in junior hockey, right? Bar none, not just in the OHL, like bar none. Um, and so I, I, I just think, again, you have the geographical proximity. You have uh, kind of cultural differences within the city, right? Oshawa's the kind of last stop in the GTA, and then Peterborough's Ready the next. City. Yeah, Ready believe me, I know. <laughs> um, and I just think, you know, we're talking about, if I can use this term, and I don't love the term, I don't, but like a genuine kind of hatred when those between those two teams. And I, as far as I know, that that still exists. And I think there's just been some fantastic players that have come out of each of those franchises, well, right? That's what builds the rivalry, though. That hatred between not only the players, the organizations, but often even the fan bases. 
just get into it, you know, screaming. I mean, you never want to see things cross the line and get physical, but just like the teasing, the heckling of, of different fan bases, like that's all in, that's all good fun as well. That adds to those rivalries, like the Kyler Yamamoto, right? Like the fact that he now has to chuck on a Canadian sweater today because they lost to the American or because they beat the Americans last night. That's all in, in, in good fun, and that's just good. That, that's what good rivalries spark those types of uh, those types of things so uh good list solid list you went more historic i went more current but they're both terrific nonetheless why it's probably